dropping in on you. I hope that you are having a very good morning. Uh, as for me, uh, it's been a crazy week. A lot has transpired. A lot's going on. Uh, it is what it is. Um, no matter who you are, uh, you are not insulated or exempt from life's struggles, vicissitudes, challenges, and you have to be prepared to engage them. That's something that I speak on strongly. That's something that I completely believe in. Um, while I don't share a lot of what goes on with my family, it's number one because I respect the privacy of my family and I protect my family because everybody you share with is not going to uh, have your interests or the interests of your family uh at heart and so you got to be careful as for me i've been in the game for a long time i've been doing what i do for a long time i don't fear what anybody thinks or what type of energy anybody sends at me i'm at a stage in my journey and what we're talking about today is energy this is quantum physics friday so it's kind of all going to tie in um you know we normally talk about keeping negative energy out of your periphery keeping people who are going to be negative away from you when you get to a certain stage of understanding how this thing works and you become uh, uh, what I call vibrationally transcendent, meaning that I can literally take negative energy that's sent at me, absorb it and convert it into positive energy. Uh, it's not something I would tell the average person to do. This is something that I've been doing for a long time. As a matter of fact, I literally can feed off of it. Um, Without, now, there are people that can feed off of it, but what they end up doing is using another form, form of negative energy to do it. People can get mad because somebody said something about them and go out and do something to prove them wrong. That'll get you places, but it's going to wear on you. It's going to tear you down. What I'm talking about is I can take the negative energy. It does not impact me. It's not going to get me upset, frustrated. And, you know, people look at me like, dude, why is this dude still around? Why do you keep this person? Why haven't you got that serving a purpose? They're serving a purpose. They're feeding me something that I'm going to use. And that's something. But what I will not allow is negative energy to be sent at my loved ones. But this has been a challenging week. And uh, because uh, some things that are happening, you know, and so uh, I'm lifting my family. Uh, and it's not no one in my home before y'all start speculation, but it's somebody I love. And so, you know, we're going to we're going to continue to do that. Uh, I'm going to talk to you real briefly. It's not going to be a long one. I've got a lot of stuff popping off this morning that I need to get taken care of and some appointments I shifted to today. So um, we're going to talk about quantum physics, right? We're going to make this real simple. This is, you know, we're not going to get into the intricacies of quantum, of, uh, of our quanta, our quantum theory, quantum reality, anything like that. We're just going to say quantum physics is the exertion of, uh, energy based on your thoughts, your expectations, and how that happens. We're going to say that your thoughts have physicality. We're going to say that. We're going to say that your beliefs produce thoughts that have physicality, and that physicality has the ability to move on 
other energy in the universe and ultimately it produces the consequences, the circumstances, the realities, the conditions that you experience in your life. Now, when I talk to highly religious people, I'm not talking about people who have a relationship or, or, or with God or have a strong belief in a higher power, the most high, the almighty God. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about people that are so religious that if you don't quote the scripture the right way, you have a problem. If this ain't that way, it's a problem. Everything is rigidity. Everything is taught to them and govern them by rigidity. No relationship, no fluidity, no power. These are the people that know all the scriptures but live life in defeat 100% of the time. These are the people. And when you start talking about the law of attraction, they go, man, I don't believe in that crap. Get away from me with that crap. Get out all this stuff, the law of attraction. And, 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 and I, I live by faith. I live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Um, and, and, and so that you know, uh, I'm not an atheist. Uh, I am a very, very, very strong believer in God, the Almighty, the Most High. Uh, I live my life daily, I mean, minute by minute, off of what I believe God has me to do. And so this is not what this is about. So I try, but people automatically say law of attraction. It's either science or it's God. And there's no such thing. Everything is God. There's absolutely nothing you can touch that God isn't in. And one of the things I say every morning when I'm doing my prayer meditation is that uh, the mind of God is around me. It's in me and it serves me. The, God of, the mind of God is around me, it's in me, and I can call upon it for my slightest need. And so when they start telling me I, 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 I'm good with that law of attraction, I'm going to take faith thing. Well, the truth of the matter is, all the law of attraction is, is the explanation of the dynamics of how faith works. They're not different. They're not distinct. They're part of the same equation. We're just now able, with, with, with scientific advancement, to measure the energy of your beliefs. So now we understand when you have these beliefs, you have these thoughts that it moves. We also learn that energy is resonant. What does that mean? What I just said earlier, if you've got a certain level of energy, say for instance, we normally measure energy in Hertz when we're talking about vibrational energy and frequencies coming from the human body, whether it's from your thoughts, whether it's from your cellular makeup, anywhere in your body, you're emitting energy. And that energy is gonna be on a frequency from anywhere to about 25 to 30 Hertz up to 700 or better. And when you get to 700, you're in this state of elevation and evolution. It means that you are evolving, that you are literally receiving revelation and uh, you're, you're discovering things. The more you discover something new that you've never discovered, the higher your vibration goes. It's crazy. You actually are at your highest vibration when you're learning something new. Now, where you want to remain even doing what may seem like just regular monogamous work, I mean, uh, monotonous work throughout the day is 500 hertz. 500 hertz is where we measure where people experience love. I'm not talking about simply romance. I'm talking about love. First of all, loving themselves. Then being able to experience love from others while giving love to others. And that's 500 hertz. You never want to file before, below 500 hertz. Where we reach the point of neutrality is somewhere around 250 to 300 hertz. And so these can be measured. So now let's go back to this faith thing. See, faith, as described and understood in most religious sec uh, sectors, uh, is the evidence of things unseen, the substance of things you hope for. It's the literal substance, the literal makeup, the literal foundation of things that you have hope for. In other words, hope is not empty. 
Hope is not a wish. There are two different things. Wishing for something and hoping for something is totally different. Wishing is this thing that says it's a fantasy. It'll probably never happen. And, 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 and that's it. When you're hoping for something, hope is justified by faith. Matter of fact, faith is the substance of the things you hope for. It's the reason you have hope. In other words, when there's no evidence for the things you're hoping for, but yet you have the strong belief that it's coming, that's faith. Faith is a substance, and it's the evidence of the things you can't see. When everything around you says what you're believing for and what you're believing in is not going to happen, but that's this strong force inside of you that simply says that I'm going to disagree with what I'm seeing, and I'm going to trust what I'm believing, that's faith. Now, the law of attractions, quantum physics, the, the, the study of energy is simply the dynamic physical movement of what faith is doing. There is no difference. See, when you have faith in something, check this out. One of the reasons, one of the ways that I uh, measure or observe and assess people and, and, and whether what they're saying they have faith in is authentic or taught and practice rhetoric is in the level of their anxiety. Check out what I'm saying now because I'm not going to be here long. When a person has authentic faith, and they believe that there's a positive, favorable outcome coming. Anxiety is low because they're not caught up in their condition. They're not caught up in their situation. They're not caught up in their circumstances. They are caught up in the understanding and the belief that something good is coming out of it, that something better is about to happen, and they are about to explode into something extraordinary. So they are actually in a mindset and a state of anticipation. They are looking forward to something great happening and there's no anxiety, there's no fear, there's no worry, there's no stress. Now, there are those that despite what they are proclaiming in way of faith and trust are anxious to the point of panic attacks. They're stressful, they're irritable, they're angry, they're bitter, but yet they're claiming faith. No, you're claiming what you've been taught to claim. You haven't made the connection between you and the God that you claim. See, when you make a connection and you sit up and say, see, every religion that I've come across in some way talks about the indwelling. They verb it differently, they speak it differently, they may disseminate it differently, but ultimately there's a God inside of me. You know, for Christians, it's the Holy Spirit. But there, there's this thing. Now, let's see. God is, in every religion, all-powerful, all-knowing, um, loving, omni, omnipresent. So you, it, it, everywhere, unlimited power, unlimited knowledge, omniscient. Okay, now God's inside of you. So what is it that you don't know? Where is it that you can't go? What is it that you can't do? What is it that you can't overcome? How can you have God in you and around you and be defeated? There's an energy that comes with actually having an awareness, not only of God. See, a lot of people, almost most of the people on this planet has some level of awareness of God. But there's a difference in knowing of something and knowing it or knowing him, or knowing whatever your, your belief is, knowing her, whatever your belief is. 
There's a difference in knowing something exists and knowing that thing that exists. And see, that's where the problem comes in. See, if you know something, I know of Will Smith. And I'm just using his name because it pops up. But it could be Denzel Washington. It could be Jay-Z. It could be, uh, you know, of any of these extremely wealthy people in the world. I know of all of them. But I don't personally personally know any of those that I've just named. Do I know wealthy people? Absolutely. But I, I mentioned them specifically because I don't personally know them. And so what, what does that mean? That means I know that they have the capacity to meet most of or all of my financial needs, but I don't have the trust, the belief, the true belief and faith that they will. Why? Because I simply know of them. But when I have an understanding of this unique uh, power, this unique knowledge, this unique form of consciousness that we refer to as God, the Almighty, the Most High, and whatever other form you, you refer to him, that I not only know of, but I know I'm in direct connection with, I am merged with, there can be no me without God. I am a full representation in body of God. I can have access to all of God's knowledge. I have access to all of God's power. Now, while that's in the scripture, it's very rarely received because it doesn't fit into our limited perspicacity of how this universe operates. So because culture tells us these are your limitations, you accept it. Most of us are living based on limitations someone else passed on to us, and we never even explored outside of the boundaries of those limitations. But yet we talk about faith all day long. See, faith isn't even something that's enacted or activated until you get outside of the realm of reason. What am I saying? If you can look at it and you can do some math or you can do some reasoning and you can calculate in your own mind how you're going to get it done, it doesn't require faith. It simply requires work. See, faith isn't activated until you can't see it. What did it say? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things, what? Not seen. So look, it doesn't become a, a, a faith requisite until there's no reasonable explanation for why you believe you can do it. Now you're in a place of darkness because that next step you take isn't guaranteed because you can't see where you're stepping. You got to trust and believe when you step out. That's where things happen. That's where providence is activated. That's where the universe begins to conspire with you to bring you the very things you say you desire. That's faith. That's faith. There is no separation from faith and law of attraction or quantum physics. Quantum physics and the law of attraction is just an explanation of how faith is working. Faith isn't mystical, it isn't magic. You don't say, I believe it and it appears. You manifest it with thought first. 
The moment you believe something, I tell people all the time, if you can conceive it in your mind, that's God's evidence that it's possible. That's the beginning of faith. When I can see it in my mind, conceive it. I don't have to have ever seen anybody else do it, but if it pops in my mind, that's my evidence from God that it's possible. Why? Because a benevolent God would never allow me to desire something that I could never have. That would be contrary to God's character. So if I can conceive it in my mind, then it's possible. I don't need anybody else to validate it. I don't need anybody else to tell me that I'm on the right track. I just got to trust it. But then when I believe it and I start to think it and then I commit to having it, I manifest it in the fifth dimension. That's where things are developed. That's where things are created. Before we see it in a three-dimensional realm, third dimension, it comes through fifth dimension, fourth dimension, and then it appears, and now you can experience it, touch it, smell it, taste it, and use it, but it starts when I begin to think it. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. When you unleash your mind and you begin to trust you, un you unleash your potential and the possibilities that are there for you in your life. Look, I've got to get out of here, but I just wanted to drop by and touch that because that's something I get all the time, that, 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 that when you start talking about science, you, you are automatically moving away from the idea of a supreme being, of God, of, of the Most High, of the, of the Almighty. And, and, and that's not true. You're simply explaining the dynamic that designed by the intelligence, the infinite intelligence of God to function a certain way each and every time. When the Bible says that God is not a favor of persons, he, he, he doesn't have favor for some and not for others, what it's saying is that there are principal universal laws in place that when you act as designed, the law is designed to operate, when you engage it the way it's meant to be engaged, you get the same results as the last person got that engaged it that way. If, you're in, if you want to see something, watch the people who are doing it, and then you emulate it, you take it on, you live it, but it comes from a place of faith. In other words, not so, it's not for some and then not for others. It, it, that's not how it operates. It operates by acting on what you believe. I wish I could get into this deeper, and I think maybe next week I will, uh, or maybe in the coming days I'm going to just keep unpacking this so that you can understand what you have in front of you and you can stop limiting yourself with the information. Another thing is we got to stop consulting our past. Uh, I've got to go, but I, I want to say that you've, we've got to stop consulting our path. We, we, in, in its natural state, our brain is a record keeper, an archive of our past. And if we never convert it to something different, it will always consult our past to determine what we're capable of doing in the present and in the future. And if you keep consulting your brain based on what your past experiences is, you can never get anything beyond what you've experienced. So what do you have to do? You have to start creating. And this is why God focuses so much in the Old Testament on visions. Visions and dreams. Why? Because visions and dreams don't require past experience. They are new revelations. They are new opportunities. There's something new that you experience. And you create those in your mind. You see them in your mind. The clearer you see the vision, the greater the opportunity of achieving it. 
And then what happens? When you start to train your mind to see what's in the future before the future gets here, it stops being a record keeper of the past and it starts becoming a map to the future. And now you are able to experience things based on how you create them in your mind instead of how you've lived them in the past. With that being said, I'm gonna get out of here. As I always say, I'm going to live my life on full each and every day so that when I leave this place, I die on eat. That's the same challenge I have for you. Also, don't forget, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about this new 60-day uh, wholeness, wellness, healing uh, challenge uh, that I'm going to be participating in personally and inviting everybody along for the ride. Uh, it's going to be awesome. It's free. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to talk about it. But I just wanted to drop, you, drop this on you this morning. I've got to get out of here. I'll talk to you guys later.